Hey everybody, welcome back to Sword Coast Coast to Coast. This is your Dungeon Master Cameron. I don't have anything to say here. We are following the adventures of Batlock and the Sword Coast Coast to Coast crew. They're looking for something important. They're going to figure it out. There's a big wasp fortress. You know the drill. Listen to the last episode. I'm going to let you get right to it. Boom! They teleported him into the middle of, of the sun. <laughs> it's true. I was there. I was a, I was a witness. See? <laughs> you were in the middle of the sun? No, I watched it. Okay. Cool. With a, with a, uh, with a piece of cardboard. With a, <laughs> with a, with a pinhole. pinhole it, yeah. it. <laughs> a little solar flare that burned up. <laughs> yeah. You could see a flicker. Just like, ah! <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, uh, you might also know we're looking for any places that we could find, um, records of Marsimber's legal commitments. So, maybe an archives building or a courthouse? Oh, well, what, what kind of document was being signed? Hmm. We're not exactly It's sure. unclear if it's an act or a treaty. Hmm. It is. It's an act. It would have it would have uh, bound Marsimber to the regulations of Ipsa. <laughs> well, who who would have who would have signed it? And she she kind of looks to uh, Batlock. Who who would have been the signatory on this supposed bad boy document? Hmm. Well, I am not familiar with the the governance of uh, Marsimba. Is there a lord? Is there a council? Is there a mayor? There is a secret council, but due to the nature of there being a secret council, of course, no one wants to sign their name on any document. Um, mm. Now, would this be something hidden in Eldritch that uh, no mere mortal should look upon for fear of losing their mind and body? Well, very close. The, uh, the act is, in fact, uh, written in, uh, in such dense legalese that anyone who attempted to read it from front to back would almost immediately fall comatose. So, in a way, yes. Well, let me check my languages. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says, this, uh, this, sounds like, this sounds like something they would have given to the signer. Indeed. Mm-hmm. She says, well, do you know the the uh, spiral staircase hidden beneath the well at the center of town? No. I'd never heard of that. Tell us about it. Oh, there's a spiral staircase <laughs> hidden in a well at the center of town. <laughs> wow. And it, and it takes you into the undercity of Marsimber. And down there, our most nefarious, our most embarrassing, our most silly documents... We send them there via courier. Now the courier never returns, so Wait, how? maybe those things get signed. We don't really know, but we don't see them again. And uh, the signer takes care of it for us. It is imbued with legal personhood. What the signer? Yeah. It, it signs some the documents. kind of notary. <laughs> So there's a rich in... from a black site in a in a in a in a in a, in a, in a, in a, a just a 
So there's it a seem, ri- was seemingly like a gray legal area. <laughs> this is standard legal procedure. You don't want uh, lay people reading and signing documents of uh, interplanar significance. Is this what people normally do on on other places and other planes? Oh, oh, generally speaking, sometimes it involves a pit mm-hmm. into which it is thrown, and, uh, and 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 there are often enchantments that confirm whether or not it is signed. Sometimes you have to feed multiple copies into it. Mm-hmm. There's like it's a like chimney, a cert- and like black smoke or white smoke <laughs> comes out, right? Like when they that's precisely yeah, it. exactly. It's like a certified letter. You get a receipt saying that. But what I'm intrigued by is the idea that there's like a uh, an a, a thriving secret underground society of couriers that have well all they're been not sent. thriving they never come back well no you didn't know they're, they've they've you know they've started by just simply eking out an existence for themselves underground and now there's a whole civilization down there based on currying and regularly dying yeah. Well, maybe they. Well, they don't come back because it's. They finally found the perfect. It's an oasis for couriers. Finally, mm-hmm. a land where they don't have to ferry things from one place to another. Anyway, Your horse says, uh, "Weg, so you've heard about the farm up north, where all the animals go." Oh yes, I've. I uh, <laughs> as as a young lad, many of my most beloved pets went to the farm up north. Is that why you went north from the, the land in the south, Wag? Um, uh, yeah, sure, yeah. This could literally Wag be rem- true. When, when, uh, when Wag had to leave home, uh, he remembered tales from his childhood of a farm up north. Mm-hmm. And so he went north. Wait, like, this could literally be true, because the the big thing we know about Wag is that he's bringing things back to life, right? Maybe that's what the farm is full of. <laughs> no. <laughs> Silverleaf has never heard of such a farm. Mm-hmm. And you're from the north. I'm from the north, yeah. I'm from as north as you can get. <laughs> okay. So, what are y'all doing? So, uh, I think we should go to the well, probably, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. What? <sighs> Uh-huh. Yeah, Tess. We can also go to the here? we can also go to Mistress Bobbin's uh dress shop. We know we know plenty of places in Marsamber. Wouldn't mm-hmm. going back to the dress shop also really be going to the well? Yeah, the well's right Hey-o. there somewhere. <laughs> no, James was James. making a joke. Yes. I know, I was trying to nimbly <laughs> step around it. <laughs> I like that. Good jo- I like that. That was a good joke, James. Um, but yeah, Tess, why aren't you happy with the the tentative plan to go to the well? No, I'm fine with the plan to go to the well. <laughs> Just this entire situation. Okay, so you um, you all head toward the well. Again, there's kind of a disaster city going on. Um, I'm going to ride a bee there. A wasp? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you just summon one up? Yep. Using your brain. So, mm-hmm. Tess, uh, when you do that, when you call on the power of the rod, right, the rod of command, to bring the wasp to you, you feel the same thing you kind of felt last time, um, the surge of energy going through you, and you take two points of damage. All right. 
the wasp attacks. Powerful damage. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the wasp comes. Are you all jumping on the wasp here? Um, uh, yeah, if it, if it can hold a halfling uh, well, and a, a, a tabaxi. A tabaxi, thank you. Yeah, I'll yeah. get on there. How does Batlock I... feel about riding the wasp? That was, that's what I was going to ask, yeah. Hmm. Batlock has resorted to such activities in the past. If it is a legal requirement to arrive at the documents, Batlock will oblige. I don't know if it's a legal requirement. I feel like that's more your field. All requirements are legal. <laughs> oh, wow. If it's not legal, it's not. If it's not legally required, it's not actually required. It's the strong wow. feelings on the law. The law. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I, I will say that I was informed that Batlock is ultra lawful, <laughs> and that his class is lawyer. So, just get the important uh, meta information to know. Good to the, know. Yeah. So when lawful, you all lawful, yes, lawful. exactly. Um, the wasp comes. Tess hops on the back. Wag hops on the back. It's just like. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, the never ending story again. And then the rest yeah. of you just grab onto a foot each. And it <laughs> zips up into the sky and then woo, yep. takes you forward, um, cutting an, you know maybe a two-hour journey down to just a few minutes. Um, you fly over Mistress Bobbin's dress shop. You uh, you fly I over the, the teeny tiny cupcakery or whatever it was called. Um, Silverleaf, uh, as you're landing, you uh, your... Um, heart jumps up into your throat when you see that the funnel cake stand is perfectly fine. Destruction reigns around it. You know, fire and and water have destroyed it, but something about the significant financial investment you've made personally into funnel cakery um, has kept it up, you think. Maybe just your good vibes. Who knows? But it's doing okay. Uh, I do have a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they're making funnel cakes right now, actually. I am... Can I... Uh, how, how do these things keep? Can I get a paper bag of... Silverleaf <laughs> will be right back. Three or four funnel cakes? Yeah, I'm going to... You um, can try, but they're not... Funnel cakes, as we all know, are not good 20 minutes after you buy them, so... <laughs> D- yes, but so, I know that. doesn't the, the know, that. know that. Oh, that's true. Well, we all got to learn sometime. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Deduct I'll get gold. one for the road. I'm going to put it in, in the care, in the inventory. Okay. We'll, see how, we'll see what it does to me when I, when I eat it two days later. And re- <laughs> remember, you still have your powdered sugar. You haven't really used that again, but uh, you still right. have your powdered sugar that you could uh, be using. Okay, there's a well... Spice it up a bit. In the center of time, or center of time, Whoa. in the center of town, <laughs> center of time. in the center of time, the well at the center of time. And Write that down. That's really good. <laughs> no, I'll forget that. And um, <laughs> so I can think of it later and be like, oh my God, what a good idea. Uh, well, in the center of time. Dragons yeah. come from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, a Fey run thing. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so yeah, so you go into, uh, you go over to this well and it seems to be full of water. Uh, it's big, you know, it's wide. It's probably 12 feet um, in diameter. It's a big thing, but it's chock full of water, it looks like. Got a little pump in the bottom that's kind of pumping water up constantly, keeping it fresh. Can we well, do something about this water? Yeah. Can I peer into this yawning portal? 
you can peer into i wouldn't call it yawning uh you can peer into it it looks like it's full of water um there looks to be a you know as i said some sort of pump in the bottom that is keeping you uh water coming in and draining out and uh it looks like there's a big comical plug in the bottom too <laughs> it's got a big handle on it well big does cork. it cork does it look like there's a staircase nope there's no staircase in it hmm i think probably silverleaf or tash should go and pull the plug well i haven't long rested so i can't polymorph anybody into like a like a walrus or anything well i was just meaning by <laughs> normal swimming you know I, like banjo kazooie right like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah because um, i don't think that we should risk putting wig in a well where people might get water i've just got dive in <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay um what are you doing i'm i'm gonna pull the plug Okay, so you all see. Oh, sorry, I'm not. I'm excited for for Tess to get sucked into the 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 whirlpool when this. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what's oh, happening. Yeah. So Weg <laughs> or, or not Weg, but uh, Tess Weg. Pull. I don't. Why do I keep saying Weg? It's a verb. <laughs> Wegs. Uh, Tess yanks on the big uh, pull handle, takes both hands, and uh, the cork pops out. It would make a. But uh, it's underwater, so it doesn't. And uh, all of the water begins to swirl around, sucking Tess down into the hole. I'm just going to swim, like, with the water rather than trying to fight it to just... You do not have an option. Okay. <laughs> well, no, no, no. <laughs> it, is, it is that strong. Um, I didn't think I could escape. It more meant just, like, how you handle being sucked in. Mm-hmm. Um... So yeah, while you do that, and you go right down with it, you um, end up Drown. in a chamber. You're, you, you have died. Uh, no. <laughs> you end up in a Jeez. chamber that is dark, um, and about eight feet above you, you can see the hole that you just came through. It's probably three feet in diameter. Wag yells into the hole. Are you, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Like, how, how, how deep of a hole was this can i hear them yeah yeah you can hear them it's about eight feet above you the hole oh, is so okay yeah no. you went to some sort of chamber i'm good how wet is it in there i mean yeah i hard to tell i'm you might no. get a little kind of away. soaked <laughs> as you say that test all the remaining water in the room begins to drain out and uh out of perhaps little holes you can't see it's very dark in here can i like light a torch or something sure so Tess you light a torch and you hold it above your head and you can see that there is uh, the hole above you of course Um, you're in a larger chamber that's maybe a little bit bigger than the actual well itself was up there it's kind of like a big canister or something like that and then there is a tunnel that's fairly tight you know it's probably five feet tall by three feet or four feet wide pretty tight tunnel that leads off into the darkness and takes a curve kind of at the edge of the torchlight. We're going caving. I'm climbing into this well. Just like throw a rope down. It's not that far. Yeah, 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 yeah. Batlock opens his dragon skin briefcase mm-hmm. and a, uh, That's a comically long uh, rope ladder <laughs> falls out of it. 
and he hooks it to the uh, the wooden apparatus on the well, which would uh, would hold normally a uh, a bucket. And he gingerly begins climbing down into the well, kind of muttering to himself. This okay. makes sense, you know, given that Batlock is probably often going into these legal black sites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> his case of many things. I like it. Yeah. Well, it's it's his case of lawyering, but yeah, lawyering. L a w. Uh, y e r apostrophe. Yeah, y apostrophe r. <laughs> yeah. Lawyer. Lauren. Um, but yeah, okay. Batlock, you're down in here with Tess. Everyone else is coming as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's a hallway in front of you. Like I said, at the edge of torchlight, it curves off to the left. I'm gonna go on ahead once everyone's actually down. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you checking for stuff as you go through here? What are you doing? I mean, like, what is the construction of this room? Is it stone? Is it yeah, it's very smooth stone? Um, hmm. You know, uh, it is like block stone that has been almost polished uh, to make sure that the water, you know, would be able to move oh, easily right. through it. Interesting. Or, indeed, also probably polished by the water itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So oh. yeah. Can we? Batlock uh, interjects and and kind of whispers. You know, it's very it's very important that when we meet the entity legally known as the Sana, it's important that we not betray any kind of uh, any kind of material purpose as to why we seek the document. Hmm. We seek the document only for records purposes. Okay. Okay. Can Is there anything else that, that we should know? I feel like that's about? true. So. Well, you should know a lot of things, but I can't give you an entire legal education in, in, in a mere 30 seconds before we come upon this entity. So. Sure. Is there anything I definitely shouldn't do? Mm. <laughs> Earlier, you may or may not have admitted to homicide. <laughs> Don't Wait. do that. Yep, you also admitted to a homicide that you didn't actually commit. That's we, even worse. We, we clarified that, that we did actually yeah. commit that. <laughs> um, I'll, I'm just, uh, I'll just try and not say anything. They, that's the first lesson of, uh, of, of inner plane of law is, is don't admit to crimes. Can, can um, either Silverleaf or Tess tally requests um, keep an eye out on these very smooth walls for secret passages? Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, so you're looking out for secret passages. Um, Tess, do you want to give me uh, an investigation check? I'll keep him keep him my in my head here for going forward. Can do. I rolled a two, which is okay. a five. <laughs> Alrighty, who else was going to do that? I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the elf and the thief is. Oh, natural like twenty. Really, a natural twenty? I got a natural twenty. All right, so Silverleaf is eagle-eyed. Has had experience in these kinds of tunnels before, I guess. Uh, when's the last time you were in a tunnel beneath the city? Um, the last time I was in a tunnel beneath the city uh, was in uh, Athkatla. And down in there, um, I had heard that there was an underground, um, uh, like, market 
slash speakeasy slash um, fish restaurant, and I went down there as part of my uh, you know trip to the south. I had heard, uh, you know, or heard or read on my my bones that um, you know it was down here, and if you could find it, uh, you had a password, um, and uh, they didn't take reservations, um, and uh, you could get um, some type of fish. Uh, it was definitely, definitely protected, um, under the Interplanar, uh, Species Protection Act. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, I'm not, I'm not saying anything about that. So, um, uh, but yeah, it was, it was, a, it was one of the best, uh, best meals of my life. This is one of the restaurants on your bucket list, of course. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I mean. Um, Okay. Well, so you, you're thinking of that, and you're thinking about, because, you know, you had to take some secret passageways to get there. It was very, very exclusive. Yeah. Um, and so you're having that in your mind as you're going forward. It was called, um, the restaurant was named Otyug. <laughs> the whole restaurant was named Otyug? The whole restaurant was named Otyug. It was very high concept. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Are you sure um, you didn't just go down to the sewers and eat some fish that you found there? <laughs> Oh, listen with these with these kinds of restaurants, like you never know you when they're actually serving you. Yeah, you can't tell. Like I, you know, <laughs> that's all experience. Yeah. Okay, so you take the curve in the hallway here, and you um, look ahead of you, and what you can see is a long, straight hallway with some doors off to the left. Um, and it's three doors in a row and then two doors to the right. And then the hallway continues in front of you all the way until it, um, looks like it turns to the right. Hmm. Are the doors labeled in any way? Nope. Well, you're, you're at the end of the hallway, so you would have to. Let's, I'm, I ain't afraid of no door. I want to go over and look at them. Yeah. Okay. So in the, the, the doors are iron. They're made of iron. Um, and they, uh, you know, up until very recently, there was water up to this, up, up until, um, you pulled that plug and all the water drained out. Um, there was water up maybe to, uh, chest level here in, in these chambers. And so you can see where that water line is. Um, and you can hear through the doorway. Give me a perception check. Perception check. That means that I forgot to open up my dice tab. Mm Mm-hmm. This is why if you had some physical die. Yeah, you're right. I need to go to the the spell hole and get me some die. Um, That is a 12 plus my perception modifier, which is 3, so that's a 15. Okay, so you can hear six creatures shuffling around in there. Gosh. Yeah. You can can hear that many. You're really listening. You hear the HD rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's HG Rumble. He knows which uh, which door is this coming from. This is from the first door, on the left or the right. On the left. Okay. Uh, anything from any of the other doors? Um, if you so you're going up to the second door. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, you give me another perception check. That's a natural twenty. 
Okay, yeah. so you can actually hear everything in this in the okay. sound. Um, so the two doors on your right that you can see, the first one, you can tell based on the top of it and the way it's kind of crunched in that there that it must be um, caved in on the other side. Mm. Same for the second door. It's even leaning forward a little bit, and you think that if you got close to it, it might fall on you. Uh-oh. Um, the doors on your left, these set of three doors, of which are at the second, they all seem to have, you're, you're really listening closely, you kind of put your head to the door, you, you touch the other ones with your hands. Um, they probably have, you know, um, six or so creatures of some sort inside of all of them. Okay. Does it... Uh, can I get a... Do I have a sense for, like the mood in those rooms like are they fighting are they working they're not fighting okay and, and you know what would work what would the sound of working be for you uh i think weg would expect like legal work here would just be people shuffling around you know like maybe setting books down on a desk that sort of thing uh not like mining or like physical labor mm-hmm. uh but I think I think what I'm looking to know is whether or not it sounds like there's hostility on the other side of the door or just people going about their work. Their, you are not hearing business. any hostility on the other side of the door. Okay. Uh, I go back and relay all that to, to the team. Okay. So what do you think? They're should about 10 feet away. Hmm. I think we should check it out. Maybe a, maybe a clerk's office. It might be... Look, I think the, the, the number one thing they teach you in, in law school aside from not admitting to homicide is uh, whenever you walk into a new office you gotta act like you own that place hmm. you gotta act like y- everyone else should be apologizing to you for not labeling their doors correctly oh I see well Patlock would you like to take point on this one it would be my honor sir hmm Batlock approaches the door uh, okay what's Batlock doing at the door <laughs> Batlock will open the door and then uh-huh. uh, and then state before he even looks around the um, the the room state I, I hereby say where on earth are the records in, in this establishment Batlock opens the door and makes this proclamation of questioning um, you can hear the timber and and song of thousands of courtroom hours in it you know this is a very commanding tone um sadly the only thing that batlock certainly cannot command are the six zombies uh (laughs) couriers who come shuffling out of the room to attack him um they're wearing one of them is wearing a newsboy cap uh one has a of course a shoulder bag slung over it one has a, a a case uh like a briefcase similar to um to Batlocks that he's carrying. Uh, one has a bicycle that he's uh, dragging along <laughs> behind him that his foot is stuck through the wheel of. Uh, oh, all it. sorts of couriering has gone on here, and many couriers have met their death here in the place beneath the well. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're they're coming for Batlock. Is it Batlock's eyes adjust, and, uh, and he seems shocked, but also disgusted. And he kind of turns his head as these uh, zombies shuffle 
and he disdainfully says, "Well, my lord, they, they've they've neglected to delim their couriers after after being decommissioned. That's highly unprofessional. In in all my years a lawyer, and I have not seen such disdain for for proper etiquette when it comes to <laughs> currying courier decommissioning." The first uh, courier swipes at <laughs> Batlock. <laughs> oh goodness! Um, and misses. What's everybody else want to do? Uh, d- so, so we can see all this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're in the hallway. Batlock, are you backing up or anything, or are you just standing there? Batlock is uh, is rifling through his uh, dragon skin briefcase. Okay, great. Uh, Weg's going to turn undead. Okay, give me that turn undead. All right, so as an action, present your holy symbol. Each undead that can see or hear you within 30 feet must make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, with a, against a DC of 14. If the creature fails, okay. it is turned for one minute. Um, for its action, it can only use dash. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I guess it, I, I think we said this last time, but I think you can destroy undead. Yeah, I, I think, think zombies so. definitely you can destroy at this level. But what Thank is you. the wisdom saving throw they have to make? Uh, DC 14. This is good. Zombies aren't very wise. Um, they certainly are not. They have a negative two to wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> um, Weg, you are. Let me hold on. Let me. Good God. Right, well, I thought I'd give a couple of them an additional shot, but uh, did not work out. So, uh, Weg, how do you turn undead? Give it to me. Uh, Wegg takes his holy implement and uh, raises it with the uh, spade end towards the sky and then turns his hand a full 180 degrees so that the spade is facing the down uh, facing the earth and then strikes the ground with uh, the blade of the of his shovel uh, and the reverberation from the shovel travels through the ground to the undead and up into them and they are affected by uh, the holy and divine authority of Aragolin working its way through uh, Wegg's holy implement. So Wegg does all of it. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say like in this process do like makeshift graves open up beneath them as their (laughs) bodies collapse? Uh, that would be super dope if Cam would like for that to happen. I would love that. Um, well, you don't know what their burial procedure is. That's true. Yeah. I, like yeah, when the... Popeye punches a cow and it turns into like a meat stand. <laughs> <laughs> they just all like fall to the earth and a little headstone pops up. Saying, uh-huh. um, so you do this leg and everyone feels, you know, you feel the ground vibrate and shake. And, uh, yeah, a a hole opens in the ground beneath a couple of them. Some of them explode, blowing uh, zombie chunks all over uh, poor uh, (laughs) Batlock. And uh, some just disintegrate as if they had been burned. It seems like all of them get their religiously appropriate um, death here. Contemporaneously, just as that is happening, Batlock pulls from his briefcase... Uh, a a small uh, sheet of paper and he says 
This is a cease and desist. You will you will cease this <laughs> needless, wantless aggression against my person immediately. And then all of that happens. Mm-hmm. Um. Is, so is Batlock taking credit for this one? <laughs> Batlock is certain that his cease and desist was effective. Mm. Okay. So which door do you want to open on, up next? Maybe we should keep moving. <laughs> Silverleaf peels a lanyard off of his face and like wipes the zombie guts. A says, lanyard? Hey, yeah. The couriers have lanyards, so yeah. you know who they belong to. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought he was like, Silverleaf had lanyards, and he was using one of his many lanyards to wipe off these guts. <laughs> no, no. A lanyard after that explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so at the end of the hallway, like I said, you can see that it kind of uh, takes a turn again to the right, or maybe tees off and goes to the right, uh, but you are at the beginning of the hallway, so you don't see that, or you don't know where it goes. <laughs> let's go to the right. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's go. To let's the go. Right. So as, like you the right get to the, as you get to the end of this hallway, you in fact see that there is uh, about a foot of water at the bottom of the uh, of this thing pa- passageway <laughs> sorry <laughs> is, um, is it like the the passageway is getting deeper and is well we can find out when i shape this water <gasps> i don't even know what that means to like to push it out of the way oh i see kind of yeah. part the red sea yeah i can part the sea a little bit okay i can also freeze it and we can walk on it but here we yeah. old zelda yeah, basically. Wade can walk on water even if it's not frozen. <laughs> what? It's a third level spell called Water Walk oh, that Wade I thought has. it was because you're so small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> he it's doesn't weigh so, anything. I'm, I, uh, I'm so tiny. I'm, I'm naturally buoyant. Half halflings don't sink. Our feet are hollow. <laughs> it's like little floaties. Yeah. Yeah. It's if like the water boats. gets too deep, you flip upside down, and it's like <laughs> you drown. <laughs> It's actually extremely dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it's really... Okay. All right. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take my staff and I'll like kind of put it in the the uh, like tap it on the ground until the you know and just sort of like wave it around like a um to sort of like you know not vacuum the water out of the way but just kind of like push it out of the way. Okay. Um, what's underneath the water? Uh, so you do that, the water, and it kind of moves from the center of the room up the walls. So now it's like mm-hmm. kind of a, you know, up vertically against the wall. And as far as you can see, I mean, there's some fungus under here, you know, some algae. It's been growing, but this just looks like there was maybe a step down and there's not a good drainage here. You can see the pathway in front of you uh, goes forward maybe 30 feet and then hooks out to the left. Um, and there's water there as well. Want to keep following it? Is that a cantrip for you, Silverleaf? Just yeah, do that. I can just I can just keep doing it. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, let's keep going. I think. Yeah, wouldn't want to get wet. Okay, so you keep going. <laughs> Silverleaf doesn't wear shoes. I'm pretty sure. No, yeah, Silverleaf doesn't doesn't wear shoes. Weirdly, elves, only elves on are a unaffected boat. by hot and cold. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you go into the next room, or you make your way into the next room, and there's another step down, and Silverleaf, you're in the lead? Yeah. Um, you get a terrible smell. Oh, man. Just, it's awful. 
Do I do I recognize this smell? Can I can I? Is this smell like something I've ever eaten? You know, remember I was I went to Atyug and it was certainly an experience. Yeah, give me a uh, survival check uh, with advantage. Okay. Do your eating habits. Yeah. I feel like this is more of a Kylie. <laughs> I rolled a three and a two. Um, <laughs> okay. So uh, I so a seven. A seven. It's just a stinky smell. Yeah. Steaks in here, y'all. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I think is everyone fish. proceeding into the room? Yeah. Yeah. How hmm. big is it? Uh, it's probably like um uh, twenty feet by thirty feet. And there is a door to your left as you enter the room on the wall to your left. Everyone's going in? Mm-hmm. What's the order? Batlock has his cease and desist letter already uh, prepared and unfolded. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll be right behind Silverleaf. Is okay. Silverleaf's going in first. Okay, Silverleaf, yeah. Wag. Who else? Who next? I'll come in after that. Okay. Yeah, Kylie's probably like slinking along the rear. Okay, and the Batlock is in the, in the back. Backlock. Absolutely. Okay, so uh, stinky smell. You're getting the stinky smell, and it gets stronger as you take a couple steps in Silverleaf. It gets even stronger as you go in Wegg, and that could be because of you, or it could be because of the room. And Chess, <laughs> the minute you take the step down, um, the gas in the room catches fire <laughs> from Wait. the torch you're carrying. Oh, right! I was going to say, oh, wait, no. isn't this a Kylie thing? <laughs> we can and all... We can, we can all, all what? We, we gotta stop carrying all these torches. Can't we all see in the dark? Wag can't. His eyes no. are too small. Yeah, his eyes are oh, too small. Yeah, I forgot that. They can't get the technology in. Everyone who is in the room, so Chess, Wag, and Silverleaf, you all take six points of damage. Damn. So it was kind of like fireball erupts in the room. Presumably this breaks your concentration, so the water sloshes back underneath yeah. your feet and uh you take a bunch of damage honestly that's of the water is probably helpful <laughs> yeah uh, your feet aren't burnt <laughs> unfortunately we all now have scalding steam burns yeah it would hurt <laughs> real bad i'm sure it stinks even worse now it smells like burnt hair now yeah oh uh as a cantrip wag casts light on the end of uh Tess's torch. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you're just smoldering like stink lines are coming off of you and you just like <laughs> reach your finger up and like, bing! Um, okay. Great. There's a door right in front of you. Oh, gosh, they did it. They've learned a little bit about what's going on, and uh, we're just going to get into the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this. If you enjoyed it, you can go to patreon.com slash range touch in order to support this program. For as little as a dollar a month, you can make a big difference in our lives by helping us pay for the, the hosting cost, um, as well as, uh, I don't know, all kinds of other stuff. Um, yeah. Thanks so much. You can listen to our other shows. You can go to youtube.com slash range touch as well to get all kinds of other stuff that we produce. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you on the next episode.